Strength Matters Media, video, print, podcasts. Today's topic is how to get a faster 500 meter row. And we uh, we love the rower for conditioning, for mixed modal. It's great for cyclical work, great for an all-round full-body workout, basically. I used to have a little fold-up rower when I lived in London, and I was gutted when I couldn't take it to my next place. I had to I'd give it away. Um, so I, m- I miss my rower. James, you're a big fan of rowing, aren't you? Yeah, massively. I think it's one of the best conditioning tools you can have alongside the assault bike, in my personal opinion, for cardiovascular development, particularly in the gym setting, I think. And it's it's something that's really accessible to a lot of people. Assault bike, yes, there's no technique involved. You know, On the Concept 2, absolutely unique technique, but I still think it's a great tool for beginners to advance the like. Mm, oh, definitely. I think in an ideal world, we'd recommend assault bike as you because of the technique, the, the, obviously you just jump on the assault bike and go. But rowers are much more widely available in uh, in gyms, commercial gyms, hotel gyms. So you know, it, in that sense, it is a great tool to to get the hang of. But as you say, obviously we're talking about how to get a faster five hundred meter row, and a big big part of that is down to technique. Um, which when I had my row in my living room, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, but now, obviously, years down the line and um, be, being a trainer now, obviously, technique is massive. And as a vertically challenged person, it becomes even more important. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely, yeah. So like people like Mike Hickman, who were listening into the podcast, is six foot ten, pretty much. And he, and, and he smashes out his, his six minute, 20 seconds or like sub six minute, like 2K row times and everything. As people who are below six foot, let's leave it at that struggle and it is a lot harder so we totally get that so that means for us technique is everything and it carries over so much to your time because it's not just about uh, you know how, how strong and how fit you are it's all about movement economy and that means how well you can do these this exercise efficiently as possible so it, it is important a big part of it before we go into the actual plan of, and how we believe you should build up to a faster 500 meter row we've got a couple of technique points you've got one and i've got one do you want to go with your technique point first yeah cool so this shout out to tom shibler who is uh, on on base of the navy seals in san diego he showed me this whilst in there and i almost fell off the back of the rower straight away when he showed me this and it was a tip that he was passed on by a really good rower too so the first thing is learn to row with your feet out the straps Okay, so that's it. I'll say it again. Learn to row with your feet out the straps because that encourages proper leg drive. Most people pull with the arms and they don't drive with the legs. However, with your feet out the straps, it forces you to push back. Similar to like a deadlift when you're pushing your feet back into the ground as you're trying to deadlift, it's that sort of movement too. So focus on feet out the straps, but be mindful you may fly off the back the first couple of times as I did which can be quite embarrassing and quite hurt. Maybe have a cushion behind you for safety exactly. or something. <laughs> but it shows you how well your technique is and it's it's effortless. And also it's great then, so when you start doing mixed modal stuff and like aerobic mixed modal type work, you can quickly transition from piece to piece to piece without undoing the straps each time. So that's a big thing. It's a tip, it's a technique thing, but it's also an efficiency piece when you're doing mixed modal work with us and I can't emphasize and recommend that enough. Yeah, absolutely. And so what I was going to say is kind of similar and focusing on the fact that it is more of a rowing should be more about leg power than it is about upper body because that's what a lot of people get wrong. They think it's a, a pulling exercise, which obviously there is a pulling stroke, but it should be much more lower body than it is upper body. And this was something I saw on YouTube, actually, about a guy who was trying to um, match Steve Sir Steve Redgrave's time in the Sydney Olympics. Um, and he got a tip from a current GB rower who said, 
to shorten your pull stroke um, and pull from a more efficient position. And when you think about it, it's like, well, that makes total sense. Because when I was doing rowing, especially as someone who's short, I thought, let's make my pull stroke as long as I possibly can. But when you, you know, when you go forward and you crunch over and your your shin, you know, your knees go towards towards the uh, the rower and you're trying to make that pull stroke really, really long, um, you're not pulling from an efficient position. So shorten it up, keep, try and keep your shins as vertical as possible and then you're pulling from a much more efficient position and that then makes it um, much more of a leg drive rather than upper body pull as well. Yeah, great tips. Just very, two very simple tips you can apply almost immediately, so highly recommend doing them. But in terms of like, when we talk about the training, because that's what everyone wants to know. How do you get faster? How do you, how do you, you know, pull faster? Do it. There's lots of things in play with this, but I want to share more about our mindset and how we approach it. So our mindset is this: is I'd rather go see how well you do with a 500 meter row and then do it again and see how fast you recover and compare your two times. So it's a row 500 meter test times two essentially. So you row 500 meters, you rest 90 seconds with your feet in the straps, and then you do it again. No, no, no your feet out of the straps. Yeah, straps. Okay. So like, so like the yeah, so that, that's the idea. So you want to see how well you recover in between. It's a great test from CrossFit, and I think it's fantastic for us. But it changes the framework because most people can row 500 meters fairly fast once. You ask them to do it again the same pace, they die. They pretty much struggle. So the goal, I think, the, the standards for the elite CrossFit guys at the games, they're looking for a total time of sub three minutes. That means row 500 meters less than 130, do it again, and it should compare both times together should equal less than three minutes. Women, it's less than 3.30, from what from what I know, from what I remember. I mean, that shows incredible aerobic recovery, doesn't it, honestly? Exactly. So like, unless you're going for the world record in 500 meter, the 500 meter row time, well, that's a different ballgame altogether. But for us, when we're looking at athletes who have the ability to recover faster and perform better where, wherever they are on the field or in everyday life, I'm looking at ability to recover faster first. And this test just highlights immediately on their aerobic recovery because most people tank and there's, we're looking for a score minimum base of 10% between the two, right? So there should be some difference, but less than 10% is where we're trying to get at. So in terms of that, it means you need to work on your aerobic capacity first. So a lot of people think it's an anaerobic event. Well, it's above 10 seconds. It's, it's going to be more aerobic than an anaerobic in that sense. And it's more, a you know, it goes beyond the lactic, it's kind of lactic depending on where you go for it, right? But you need aerobic base to allow you to recover fast enough to go again. So our first approach is this, is build an aerobic base first and foremost, whilst rowing, so it means going longer, right, as part of the training plan before we start to go shorter and faster. Here's a special message from our sponsor. One more clients without breaking the bank on ads, Google is your ticket. Imagine being the first name clients see when they Google your services near them. Sound impossible? It's not when you've got Strength Matters on your side. We'll build your website and get you ranked high on Google for free. You'll save thousands on ads, web design and SEO services, plus get a suite of business tools to help you grow your business effortlessly. All you cover is our bulletproof hosting that comes with a full 90-day money-back guarantee. Ever wonder how many new clients you're losing by not being Google's number one? Don't wonder? Act now. Now, book your free strategy call at strengthmatters.com forward slash website today. Yeah. Do you want to go into a little bit of brief detail about how to build the aerobic base? It's all, as you say, it's all about repeatability, being able to do, I don't know, 500 meters in 230 and then 230, 230 and, and repeat, repeat, repeat. Yeah, exactly. So in an ideal world, you do a 2K row time and basically 2K row time using the watts, we would then calculate your average aerobic pace 
which is about 78% threshold. Okay, that's a whole fancy topic. We may do a video about that specifically that we use, but that's what we're looking for. We want to calculate your 78% time based on your wattage, which we use from fancy ass calculators to work out your time. So if say you roll the final meters in two minutes, it could be 2.12, which is your 78% time. So we want to do repeats of this and just go longer and faster, ideally going above 500 meters and doing more 1,500 2K pieces uh, as part of the whole training plan at that aerobic pace. So we're just building it nice and easy because you build your aerobic pace at comfort, not in discomfort. That's a really important point. Yeah, it's got to be repeatable and sustainable pace. And if it's not repeatable, it isn't aerobic. So just take that tip on board. So after we've done aerobic base, you've then got to look at the anaerobic um development because it is partly anaerobic as well the 500 meter row yeah you do stuff so, but what we don't want to do because most people have a poor aerobic base so we don't go to anaerobic work because to go to do anaerobic work you have to be strong enough and you have to be fit enough aerobically to be able to do it because if you want to do anaerobic work it's hard balls to the wall type work where you've got to recover fast enough and if you can't recover fast enough you're not going to get the maximum effect from it so what we have is a, a middle ground we have the aerobic speed work we do in the middle. So what we want to do is we want to build long and slow, right? Because long and slow does build long and slow, but it, in terms of this, we're building recoverability. But so we're going to go a little bit faster. So we do aerobic speed work based on Dan Baker's 120% method. So what we do is we calculate 120% speed, and then we start with a low number. So we're looking at literally 250 meters. Actually, you know, less than that, it's 125, actually. We start at 125. Yeah, probably. It's going to say it'd start about 125, really. Yeah, which is about 25, 30 seconds work for most people, right? So we're looking at that. We're building volume on this repeatable, like 10 sets of 125. Then we go to 250. Then we go 375. Then we build it up to 500 over the period of time at this aerobic speed, if we can get to there. But it takes a long time. Though. I was going to say, there, there will come a point of no return in that because you can't possibly keep 120% pace <laughs> for, for too long. But the idea is start small and try and build and extend out as much as you possibly can uh, for volume. Exactly. So, and that's, you know, in, in, so in short terms, if we're looking at building this pace, ideally what I'd like to see is a 2K row time and a 500 meter row test times two. If we have those benchmarks to see, we know exactly where we're at and what we need to work with. And then from there, if we're doing rowing four times a week, which I think is fair enough. I think most people, if they're training regularly, can do that. I'm looking at two longer pieces and two short aerobic speed pieces for most people. Okay, depending where, obviously it differs slightly depending if they're more advanced. But for the average person, we're looking at two longer pieces. So it could be week one, we were rowing a thousand meters at aerobic pace then built the 1,250, 1,500, 2,000, maybe even all up to 5,000 meters at some, at some stage, but building this aerobic base. And then we're looking at this speed work starting off at 125 on the calculations and then going 250, 375, 500, depending on where, we, where the drop-off is. Start with 10 sets on the 125, go to 10 sets and 250, and you may need to drop it to eight or six on the ones after that. And there you go. That's how we approach it. And then we retest built on aerobic efficiency and on uh, maximum aerobic speed. And then when they get really good at that, then we can go to the anaerobic shitty shit shit, as our friend James Fitzgerald talks about. And that's a whole different ballgame, but that's for very advanced everyday athletes. Which we'll do another podcast on, as I say, if if they're strong enough to be able to properly get the, you know, the desired response uh, and be able to do anaerobic work, then there's a whole uh, section you can do on that. But that's for another podcast. Um, Sum up 
briefly for us, if you, if you would, James? Instead of going all out 500 meter row times one, think about 500 meter row times two, do that test. Think about recoverability. And if I was asked to ask you, ask you to do it twice, how do you get on, how do you perform? And if it's crap, it means you need to work on your aerobic base and your ability to recover faster because that makes you a better athlete. Yeah, I think actually, you know, building that base and being able to recover quickly is uh, probably game changing for most people because, you know, most people that we come across don't have that, um, don't just have that good aerobic base, do they? Which is, you know, as you say, carries over well to other training and just life in general. It's all about health and longevity. Uh, That is it for today. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. And if you want to find out more about our system of training, go to strengthmatters.com forward slash system.